Joe, you had a dream last night, didn't you? Weird one? I think you did. Yeah, it was pretty strange. What happened? So I dreamt that my neighbor's cat came over and, like, coughed off a hairball all over our kitchen floor. He was, like, the size of another cat. So I, I picked that up and threw it away, and then I ended up having sex with uh, Anne Hathaway. The Adam Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. ESPN, the magazine, came out with a list of the top 20 most dominant athletes during ESPN, the magazine's 20-year run. And that station across the street devoted an hour to it. Here's one thing we're not going to do on this show. Bitch about lists. Who the hell cares what some chuckleheads at ESPN, the magazine, thought about Sidney Crosby? I've watched Sidney Crosby's entire career. I know Sidney Crosby's dominant. I know Evgeny Malkin's one of the top 100 players of all time in the National Hockey League. I don't need any recognition for those players on a list. And if you get fired up about a list, I think you're lying. I think you're just creating faux outrage. My ratings are up 500%, so I obviously know how to choose content, and that is something we will not be talking about. But really, Crosby not on it? I mean, Tom, that is that is a glaring omission. Sidney Crosby's not on the list? Not on Are the there list. any hockey players on the list? Don't know. Michael Schumacher's on the list. Michael Schumacher's well, on the list? Racial. You're going to tell me that Michael Schumacher's on the list and Sidney Crosby's not on the list? You're going to tell me that the greatest hockey player I've ever seen is not on the list, but Michael Schumacher is? Unacceptable. Such a good thing that lists are useless. Yeah. otherwise we'd be getting all fired up over this. I know. I don't talk about it. It's something that I don't allow to affect me. No. Nope. Get me mad. Who else is on this list? Marta, women's soccer. Who the hell is Marta? She's a Brazilian soccer She's Brazilian? Player. Yeah. It isn't just for North Americans? Yeah. Who was number one? Tiger, Tiger. Woods. Tiger Woods. Oh. Oh, this list is validated <laughs> yeah. now, man. Tiger Woods number one? I mean, do something for me lately, Tiger. You're not dominant. Where's Serena? Tell me where Serena is on this thing. Number 12. Only? Serena's 12 and Sidney Crosby's not on the list? Lauren Jackson from the WNBA. You can't just make people up. <laughs> <laughs> this is trash. Unacceptable. It won't fire me up, though. I won't allow it. Allison Felix, track and field? Oh, for the love of God. That's, that's just trying to throw a woman a bone. That's what that is. Or a baton, if you will. Track and field. 412 Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I'll take all your outrage there and via the phones. No Sidney Crosby. Invalid list. Marta. Tiger Woods. Braden says, best the show's ever been. Love the little clip after the first commercial in the break. Don't know what you're talking about there. Brian's at the top of his game. Tom's a great producer. Quality radio. No wonder the ratings are up like they are. And you say up like they are. I'd like to inform you they're up 500%. Only going to get better because in 15 minutes... Dick Vital, the biggest dick at ESPN, will be joining me here on the Crowley Show to talk about pit basketball and the tournament. And we're only going to talk about pit basketball just for a little bit. Just just for a little bit. And then we're diving back into the tournament. Here's what Jim Beheim had to say the other day when talking about the pit basketball program. Playing this tournament, you're going to get beat. Pittsburgh, they didn't like their coach because he didn't win the tournament. They're doing really good now, aren't they, in Pittsburgh? I know all those people were yelling, too. They wanted him out. 
They pay this guy about $10 million, and the, or they, which they're trying to renege on, which is great. It's 2018, Jim, to do please. have a signed contract with a guy and then say, well, he yelled at his players. Well, that's 350 coaches are going to get fired tomorrow for that. So Jim Beheim basically says it's a joke that Pitt basketball is paying Kevin Stallings $9.5 million to not coach. And actually, he thinks it's a joke that they're trying to get out of paying the $9.5 million that they owe him. So when hearing that, I think Jim Beheim, as a Hall of Famer, speaks for a lot of coaches in the coaching fraternity. I think Jim Beheim feels the way that a lot of other coaches feel about this pit situation. When you've got a coach like Jim Beheim saying it's a joke, then everyone else is probably thinking very similarly. And if you're a coach like Danny Hurley or any other coach that Pitt's out there trying to bring to the University of Pittsburgh, don't you think you're thinking the same thing? Well, if things don't go well there, they're just going to can me after a couple of years and then I'm not going to get all the money I was promised to be getting. That's one of the reasons why this job here in Pittsburgh, nowhere near as good of a job as the UConn job. Nowhere near as good of a job. Here's some reasons in case you need them. Pitt went 0-19 against conference teams last year. Hell, UMBC even got a win against the ACC. Pitt had its worst attendance in a season since before Ben Howland walked the sideline. Now Heather likes trying to screw Kevin Stallings out of money that was contractually promised. Pitt also plays in the ACC, which means they've got to contend with Duke in North Carolina, in Virginia, in Syracuse, and Louisville, and Notre Dame, and NC State, and Virginia Tech, and Clemson. I've heard a lot of people say, well, Pitt's in the Power Five conference, so Pitt is, by that definition, a better job. No, 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 no. All those teams I just mentioned, all those teams, Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, Syracuse, Louisville, Notre Dame, NC State, Virginia Tech, and Clemson, those teams consistently make the tournament. If Clemson doesn't, then Florida State slides in. This year, they're both in. Those teams consistently are competitive. Pitt needs to hop A couple of them. Louisville, North Carolina, Duke, they're all blue bloods. You have to play them every year. Syracuse is a great basketball program. Virginia has been one of the best programs in the country over the last half decade. Pitt's new coach will be in a dogfight not to win the conference, but just to make the NCAA tournament every single year. A dogfight. Every year, you're going into it knowing you're at a recruiting disadvantage by being in the city of Pittsburgh where you're not going to get a lot of great basketball players. You know it. You know you're going to be in a recruiting disadvantage. And then, at that disadvantage, you're playing teams that consistently get great talent. Duke, North Carolina, Virginia, Syracuse, Louisville, Notre Dame. And if you're in the crop of the NC States of the world, the Virginia Techs of the world, the Clemsons of the world, okay. But then it's a dogfight every single year. Pitt's new coach will be in a dogfight just to make the NCAA tournament. The UConn job, much better job. Connecticut's won four national championships since 1999. That's 28 years. Four championships. They're in an easier conference to win. Not just make the tournament in, to win. If you're at UConn, you can recruit players from Boston. You can recruit players from New York. And in the AAC, if you win the league, you can be a high seed in the NCAA tournament. You can do that in the ACC too, but you ain't winning the league if you're pit. 
Cincy was a two seed this year coming out of the AAC. Wichita State didn't finish first. They were a four seed. Houston was a six seed. Why take a job where you have major hurdles when you can take a job in a conference you can become competitive in quicker? Realistically, how long is it going to take to turn Pitt back into a tournament team? Three years? Four years? At least? UConn can get back quicker. They're the biggest name brand in their conference. They can recruit better players than anywhere else in their conference. Here's betting that Hurley gets at least close to the NCAA tournament next year, and here's betting he does that at UConn, not the University of Pittsburgh. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Apparently, reportedly, Dan Hurley has been offered $3 million a year by the University of Pittsburgh. I've been doing this a lot on the show today, but two things. One, how the hell can they afford that if they're going to pay Stallings $9.5 million? Two, because of number one, I think maybe it's made up. I think maybe it's been floated out there because Pitt fans need something to latch on to. Danny Hurley's the name that they've had circled. If it's not Sean Miller, right? And that doesn't seem realistic because I don't think Sean Miller's getting canned at Arizona. And if he were to get canned, it would be because of the FBI investigation and Pitt wouldn't want to kick the tires there, I don't think. So Danny Hurley's really the prize. And Heather Like et al. would like you to believe that they're in on this guy when maybe they're not. Apparently, he's still got another interview left with Rhode Island, according to reports. He's got another interview with Connecticut. This is Pitt's last-ditch attempt to try to get this guy, if indeed reports are to be believed. And if it's not the last-ditch effort, then it's just been leaked. I suppose it could be both. Let's throw all this cash at him, because we need to turn the program around. And if we don't get him, then at least we can say that we did throw all the cash at him. But is that really good business? Giving that guy $3 million because of what he did at Rhode Island whenever you don't really have that in your budget? Is Dan Hurley coming in here going to make Pitt a competitive basketball team next year? No. So you're going to have issues with attendance next year. You're probably going to have issues with attendance the next year. Hell, next year, you're not even going to have West Virginia coming into the old barn. One of their better attended games of the season. So how exactly are you planning on paying this guy? This is so pit. It's so pit. It's pit because they leaked it, and they want you to feel all warm and fuzzy because they're trying. Oh, my gosh, pit's trying. Pit's close. They're trying. They're so close. Oh, my God. That's what pit always does. We're close. Next year's the year. We just beat West Virginia 13-9. We're going to be great. We just beat Clemson. We're going to be great. They're always so close. We're so close. Now they're going to be close to getting Hurley, right? Quote, unquote. But then the other side of it is if you start throwing cash at somebody desperately trying to get him here, you're paying above the market value. And maybe you need to do that to get your guy. But if you're already nine and a half in the hole, I don't think you can afford to shoot and miss again. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. It's time for the five-minute major. Nope. What do you mean, no? Nope. What, what happened? Dude, you weren't... You, Not doing it. You told him you were doing it later. What do you mean I'm doing it later? You weren't supposed to go to it right now. So here's what happened. 
Transparency, number one virtue of the Crowley Show. I was supposed to do the five-minute major at 440. We got carried away with fun things. Not to say that the five-minute major is not fun. Then I thought maybe we could push it back to five. But Tom asked me, do you want to do it at five? And I said, no, I want to talk about college basketball because we got Dick Vitale coming up in seven minutes now here on the Crowley Show. And Tom said, okay, don't do that fast one you do on me sometimes where you say we're not doing something, then we do it. And then I tried to do the fast one on him. You went right to it. I went right to it. Not having it. I'm not having it today. The second you told me that you were not going to do the five-minute major is whenever I decided in my head I was going to try to do the five-minute major. See, I'm with Tom here, though. I, like, And I got to back Tom a little bit. You get, you got to stay on track here. You got to stay on track. You went off a little bit. Tom's all prepared over there. He's got bells ready to go for all the butts. He's got, he's got everything going. You got you to gotta keep on track to help the show out. Okay, coming up in five minutes. Year of excellence. Got to get back. Coming up in five minutes, we got the biggest dick at ESPN, Vital. He'll be joining the show. But before we get to that, it is time for the five-minute major. It's time to get fucked up with some of the best damn hockey talk on the planet. You go to the box, you know, uh, you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. This is the five-minute major with Adam Crowley. Hi, Tom Bodette. Ever notice how some places use fancy words just to make things more expensive? Like calling anything handmade craft or using aioli when they just mean mayonnaise. Well, at Motel 6, expensive words aren't really our thing. Our thing is clean, comfortable rooms at a great low price. So you can get a good night's sleep that leaves you feeling as fresh as that massaged kale salad. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. Didn't win it in 2009, yet they won the Stanley Cup. In fact, the Penguins have only won the Cup once when they won the division. They've won it four times and they've not. Columbus, though, they're hot. The Devils have caused some problems of late for the Penguins. And the Flyers, they're just mediocre. The only way... I think if you had to name the most beloved people at ESPN somewhere on your list... Dickie V would pop up. Somewhere Dick would pop up. I'm really hoping that we don't get stiffed here by Dick. Don't want to get the raw end of this deal. He called us a little bit earlier on in the day. Got confused about the times. I think Tom's handwriting on the internet was bad. And he thought that maybe he was supposed to call at 9.20 in the morning, 9.08, whatever the hell time it was that he called. And now we wait to see if he calls now. One of the biggest things that's an issue in sports radio, I think, isn't the shock jock mentality. It's not people thinking that they're too smart. It's not that they've kind of bastardized all of this to make everything an issue. It's having somebody have the call-in number and us not being able to reach them. I don't think we're getting stiff, though, by Dick, because the phone line, line one, just rang. So excited. This is awesome. Tom appears to have his mouth agape. What happened there? He dropped out. You've got to be kidding me. I think Tom's faking this whole He's thing calling right back. Now. This like, is did, the worst thing he, I've ever yeah, seen. This is awful radio. Did he right drop now. out again? It's all on you, Tom. It just dropped out twice. He's calling back. This is unbelievable. Give him another number. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so worried now. I am. I think it's going to happen, though. We're going to get know. it done. We're going to get know. it done. I don't know. We're going to get it done, man. Gonna happen. I don't know. Sticky V's coming up. <sighs> Hyperventilating. Don't worry. Uh, good thing I'm wearing my diaper. 
Don't even worry about uh, it. It's going to be a dandy even interview. I don't know what Tom's doing right now. Is he going to type something into the screen? Is he going to keep talking to Dick Vitale? It, him talking to Dick Vitale doesn't help the listener, does it? No, it helps Tom. It does help Tom. He's trying to advance his career, I bet. Yeah, hey, you got anything That's what's open? going on. Yeah. All right, we got him. Dick Vitale, one of the most beloved people at ESPN. Dickie V, thank you so much for taking the time today. Uh, no problem at all. I just hope this phone works. We've been getting cut off here. Uh, what's going on in Pittsburgh? Who are they hiring to get Danny early? You tell me. That's the question, right? And that's what people well, I, are I think, buzzing I think, about. You know, the, I think the business is going to come down to talking to some people at the end. And I think they're going to come down to money. And the bottom line is he likes where he's at at Rhode Island, likes the potential of their team for next year. Connecticut's been very interesting, but you look at an NCAA potential uh, sanctions. And you look at Pittsburgh, uh, a lot of money, a lot of money coming out of Pittsburgh. You look at also at Duke twice, twice, Louisville. And, you know, you think about the conference, it's not going to be easy for a couple of years. No, absolutely not. And how long would it take, do you think, to get the program back up and running? And do you think that Pitt trying to stiff um, their former coach, Kevin Stallings, for the $9.5 million, do you think that will affect their ability to bring in a coach? Well, I don't know what's transpiring within the legal matters there, but I do know that uh, uh, it'll take a few years because the conference, you know, is so tough. Every time you get a player, they match that at Carolina, you can probably go a step above. Uh, the talent level, we've got Virginia, certainly, and right down the line, Notre Dame, where do you get an easy stop? You don't get any easy stops anywhere you go. Clemson, well, almost seems to be for us to be better next year. So it's going to be tough. you got to come in there and, a couple of years honeymoon, but I mean, one thing with Danny Hurley, he's a flat-out winner. He's from a family that knows nothing but winning, 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 and he's such a fierce competitor. He would be a great choice. Dick Vitale joining me here on the Crowley Show. Uh, all right, Dickie V, we're looking forward now to the Sweet 16. My squad is West Virginia, so uh, I'm hoping that Villanova has an off-night shooting. Which of the games in the Sweet 16 is the one that catches your attention most? Well, that does really. I just did a whole thing. I put up on uh, Twitter slash TV. If people follow me there, fortunately, I goes to a million followers. But uh, uh, I just put it up, uh, not a video about how the one thing is, you look at West Virginia. I remember a theory a long time ago. They said, if you can cut the head off of that point guard, you got a chance. You got to run the operation. Well, you look at going over there, key guy, the guy that makes everything go is Jalen Brunson. He was my national player of the year, well, I voted for. And Jalen's a terrific player. But the one team that has an answer for Jalen is West Virginia, because Javon Carter might be one of the most underrated guards in America, except with his peers. And his strength is his incredible toughness and his defensive ability. He really reflects what Bob Huggins is about. So that's going to be a key matchup. You know, can he win that matchup against Brunson and take Villanova out of their offense? And, you know, you mentioned it so well early. Villanova loses that three points. They took 41 the other day and made 17. <laughs> That's what scares me, Dick, especially after what we saw Kansas do to West Virginia in the Big 12 championship game. Uh, if you have a great shooting night like that, it's really tough to beat one of those teams, is it not? Well, absolutely. Especially if you took the three ball. I mean, they knocked down 10 threes and you knocked down three. You don't have to go to Harvard to figure out that's a differential of 21 points. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, what, what would you put the chances for West Virginia to pull off a big upset there? You know, I, I'd say right now, looking at 60-40, 60 for Villanova, 40 for West Virginia. 
I mean, they're capable. There's no question they're capable. But Villanova's a very good basketball team. They're more than Brunson. He makes them go. He's the engine. However, around him, he's got great, great players. Bridges is absolutely terrific. Underrated players, Phil Booth. Phil Booth, people forget he had 20 points in a championship game when they won at the, uh, the NCA. And then you had the two big guys inside Spellman and certainly Pascal and off the bench. A kid who could start for anybody in America, DiVincenzo. So that's a very, very talented well-coached basketball team. Not that you need the introduction, but Dick Vitale joining me here on the Crowley Show. Uh, Kentucky, every year uh, you hear John Calipari talk about their draw, talk about their draw, talk about their draw. I would have to say it would be massively disappointing for Kentucky now, you'd have to say, to not get to the, at least the Final Four, yes? Yeah, I would agree with you, Adam. I, I think the situation is that, you know, John's from Pittsburgh, so got a lot of people here, family, friends, etc. I would say this. We had John on Selection Sunday. Oh, wow. This is the boys. Yeah, I can't believe it. And they put us in there with Virginia. And they put us in there with, with Arizona and Tennessee and Cincinnati. They don't want us. They was, well, I just called it the Kentucky Invitational. I had a Twitter. <laughs> my uh, website <clears throat> is the Kentucky Invitational. I mean, if you would have told Calipari. And he could play Davidson, Buffalo, and Kansas State, and also the winner of Nevada, Lyle, and Chicago. To go to the Final Four, he'd take that in a heartbeat. Duke, we've talked about it a bunch, is a basketball team that might have as much talent or more talent, really, than anybody in the country. Syracuse, though, uh, they're tricky. They remind me of that pitcher that's always throwing junk up there, and uh, they got away with one against Michigan State where they were pretty much playing a road game. Do you think that Syracuse could do it again? Do you think that they could throw the old change up out there? I don't think so. You know, I really don't. I think they'll play them competitively for a while, but I think that the talent level, when you look at Duke, the inside play of Bagley and Carter, I did the matchup between the last one between Duke and uh, Syracuse and Cameron Indoor Stadium, and it was no contest. It was a Duncan show by the way they attacked that 2-3 with uh, Bagley on the inside, high low they went, and they got they got shooters that make you extend the defense. I mean, you got to extend against guys like Allen and Trent Trink who flat out shoot. Grayson Allen's capable of knocking five or six threes down. Now they're getting great play out of Duval, and that's the difference maker. He's not turning the ball over. He's making plays, and I'm telling you, uh, you have to be really, really cheat out and help on those guys that can shoot, and that leaves it wide open one-on-one inside with guys like you know Bagley and certainly Carter, and that, that's tough to stop. Is Duke the best team remaining in the field? Villanova, who you got is the best team right now? I, you know, starting five, I got Duke. I got Duke actually winning the championship now. Michigan State was my pick. Uh, certainly disappointed that play was uh, not well, especially at, like you said, in Detroit. Uh, their three leading players went nine for 43. Uh, Bridges, uh, Langford, and Winston. You're not going to win going nine for 43. I don't care who you play. NCAA, NBA, CYO, you name it. Dick Vitale joining us here on the show. Uh, Dick, Gonzaga, are they as good as they've been? Are they as good as they were last year? You know, a step below possibly, but they're still very good. I did their championship out in uh, Vegas in the WCC, and I was really impressed. One kid who has not played well for them yet in the tournament, yet they've been able to survive and get the Sweet 16, was the MVP of that tournament, was a kid named Killian Dilly. Tell me, and tell you the games that I did out there, a lot of straight parties at six points in either game thus far. So if he has a breakout game, that takes him to another level. 
the veteran guards, certainly in Perkins and in, and the kid Dom Nelson. And I'll tell you this, the kid Norville's going to be a star. They're freshmen. They're like 28 in their last game against the Buckeyes of Ohio State. Michigan came in hot, although they had to sit there for a while prior to the tournament starting, but they won the Big Ten Championship. Texas A&M's a team that, I mean, you look at them top to bottom, they're incredibly talented. That one is one that is very intriguing to me, Dick. Well, you know, Michigan certainly with the kid uh, Paul hitting that dramatic shot, he used to do really, really should have won that basketball. Boy, that great kid for Houston, Dick, is he's, he was unbelievable. I watched him in the AAC, really good player. Yeah, he's very good talent, very talented scorer. And he really does a great job, but uh, the kid missed the front so bad for him. He missed the two free throws of four seconds to go. But Michigan found a way to win, and John Beeline has a special way about him. He's another guy that doesn't get enough national publicity. Uh, to me, he's one of the premier coaches in the game today. I mean, he really does a great, great job. His peers know that. People in basketball know it, but a lot of the average fans do not. Loyola in Nevada, whose Cinderella story ends? Is it the coach for Nevada who takes his shirt off, or is it the nun for Loyola? Well, I'll tell you one thing. The, the coach, Musselman, is a fiery guy. It was dad. His dad was certainly like that as well. Bill Musselman. Uh, Eric's done a great job with that program. Taking a lot of transfers, the Martin kids, brothers. And they've really done it. Stevens, they've done a terrific job. I give them the slight edge only because... Only because of the fact of their incredible comeback ability. The way they came back against a good Cincinnati team, 22 down. The way they came back in their first game as well. I, I'll tell you, that's a special trait. So I'm going with them with a slight edge. And Loyola Chicago's been an amazing story. Dramatically winning the two games. Owen Ingram hitting an incredible three. And the other game, Custer was the MVP of the Missouri Valley hitting a three. So I mean, it's, it's going to be great to see those players. To me, it's super having those kind of teams in the tournament. Last couple of things here for Dick Vitale. Texas Tech is rolling now that Keenan Evans is toes feeling a little bit better. They've got Purdue. We'll see what happens with Isaac Haas there. And I guess it's not really a fair question to ask of what you like in that game without knowing, I guess, the status of Haas. Because I, I guess the Purdue engineering department's trying to develop some sort of sleeve there. But uh, that one is a difficult one, I think, to pick. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Haas is going to play, guys. I don't think yeah. going to see Haas on the ball. Can you, do you have this guy on? Yeah, we got you, Dick. Okay. Haas, I don't believe he'll play. I don't think there's any way to pick for him. And they're going to have to rely on the three ball. The one thing about Texas Tech, you mentioned Evans. You talk about a player that can play, make big shots, tough, hard nose, and the team really guards people. They guard people exceptionally well. Last thing here for you, Dickie. Uh, Kansas against Clemson. Clemson, wow, did they thump Auburn. Uh, but Kansas, I mean, this is maybe Bill Self's best coaching job. Well, I'm doing a great job. Yeah, really very little insight. He's been playing hurt right now. But I'll give the edge, certainly, to Kansas. Their perimeter players are so good, and they shoot the feet so well, whether it be Newman, Graham, whether it be uh, um, Makai Luke, uh, they can flat-out shoot the three and break the game open at any time. So I'd give them the edge there. Hey, guys, one thing i got to run, but I want to tell you this. Please promote the fact that I'm trying to raise a lot of money for kids battling cancer. And people can help me by just going to tickfightonline.com, maybe make a donation and help me out there because there's nothing worse than seeing a mom and dad have to battle while her child is doing chemo, radiation, 
It is horrible. We need money. I run a gala every year. My gala's raised so far $21 million. Uh, we hope to get another $3.5 million this year. So please tell people to go to Dick Vital online.com. They can make a donation, and all the money goes through the V Foundation, and the money they donate can maybe save someone they love. Thanks a lot for doing that. Thanks a lot for doing this. Really appreciate it. Take care, guys. Take care. Dickie V from ESPN. I mean, what a great guy. Seriously, what a great guy. Uh, and it really, what really stuck out to me was that he thinks West Virginia's got 40% chance to win. I'm telling you what, that's a pretty good percentage right there. We got a chance. We can beat these guys. 60-40? Even I said it was like 61-39. Yeah, but Dick didn't add the butt after that. He didn't add the butt. Yeah. Unfortunately, some parts of that interview was robot Dick Vitale, but we got the gist of everything he was saying. I think that that's honestly the way I want Dick Vitale to come through to me on a phone that sounds like it was made in the 1960s. That's a good point. Does that guy not sound like college basketball? It's the only thing you feel when you hear him. Oh, my God. I mean, it's instantly like he is college basketball. Everything he says is like gospel to me. Everything he said in that entire segment was just the the word of the Lord, honestly. 40% chance. I got to say this. Tom is outpacing you uh, on uh, guest booking like crazy now. He's got two Q1s, which are quadrant ones if you haven't heard the show before. And that's a big get. Tom's got two of them right now. You've got one, and that was Huggins. You don't think that the United States Olympic curler was a one? Gold medalist. He might have been a one at the time, but like now nobody remembers him, so whoa, he's whoa, like a whoa, three. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. It's got to be at the time of the guest booking. He's not booking. a constant one. His average is less than a one. You hate America. I do not hate you America. You hate America. That's I the only way you can have that take. You hate America, and I'm just trying to make it great again. Coming up next. 40%. Please That's don't do that. Pretty good. 40%. Love that. Really got the feels. I'll give you 15 reasons to root for West Virginia. That's right, people. Get on my bandwagon. And then we'll get back to the Steelers and getting a safety and all that. It's the Crowley Show. So Tom gets dick. Tom never misses a thing. (laughs) And then he reverts right back to prior form where KDO's in there and they're yapping and yapping and yapping and Tom has no idea what we're doing on the radio show. I mean, we talked about this, Tom. You gotta be a professional when you walk into this studio, Tom. Professional damn operation we're trying to run. Tom got points today for being a professional by wearing a diaper. He got points today for being a professional and grabbing dick and he became a professional today by doing everything else that we've asked him but KDO walks on in and all of a sudden Tom doesn't know what we're doing nope and what we're doing is another Smokey Report he's pounding down loaded up and trucking are we gonna do what they say can't be done break a break one nine lots 
1043, so beware and take care. Got a meat wagon and some brown bears on Boulevard Drive at Beachwood Boulevard. Thanks to a vehicle going greasy and sunny side up. Keep it safe and pull back that hammer so you keep it slow and low. It's the Smoker Report. You see a Miss Piggy, a Mama Bear, Papa Bear, Bear in the Bushes, or a Bear in the Air? Give us a holler. We'll get you home without the extra freight. 412-922-2874. He's bound to die, up and truck it. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just like old bandit run. So does that mean there's a car flipped over somewhere? Yeah. That's exactly. No, not flip. Yeah. It, it means it went greasy, but it stayed sunny side up. Greasy side up would be that the car is flipped over. Whoa. But it went greasy on the icy area. So it, it basically stayed sunny side up, which is, is, is not as bad as it could be. 412-922-2874. If you see anything going on out there that you want to report, cops sitting around sniffing for speeders, cars flipped sunny side up. It wasn't flipped. That would have been greasy side up. It went greasy and sunny side up. You see any cars out there that are scrambled? <laughs> Poached. That wouldn't actually make sense. Yeah, it does. My, my joke was bad. I was going with the egg theme. Well, you went with the egg theme, but... I'm just trying to back you up. Yeah, you were, you were funnier than I was. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. In a few moments, going to get to the catch rule, because they's discussing it right now, and I don't think they're doing a very good job of figuring shiz out. But first, I should have had Tom prepared for this. I'm going to give you 15 reasons to root for West Virginia. 15 reasons why you should be on Team Me when Dub V U plays ball on Friday at 727. Number one, there are no local teams in the tournament. West Virginia could be a Doug. Not really local. There still aren't any local teams in the tournament, so... West Virginia, it's a different damn state. It's not even the same state. How long does it take to get to Robert Morris? Like 40 minutes. Takes an hour to get to Morgantown. Yeah. So it's Robert further Morris away. Robert is local. It's a little bit farther away. It's in away. the damn state. Little, if you go fast, then it's local. It's a different damn state. Bob Huggins looks like most of us will when we approach our 60s, and he doesn't give two bleeps about it. Meanwhile, Jay Wright looks like a guy who's trying to bang your wife. Jay Wright looks like a guy you can't trust. Bob Huggins looks like your neighbor. But Bob Huggins would eat you out of house and home. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but I got to eat a little bit. So you're saying that Bob Huggins would eat you out of house and home. I'm saying that Jay Wright would. Your wife. I don't have a wife. Neither do I. So. I'm saying that Jay Wright would eat out with your wife. At a nice restaurant. At a nice, delicious restaurant. Italian. Nova won a national championship two years ago. Do you really want to see Philly have more success? You can't rebut that one. That's a good one. They're all good, but you can't rebut that one. We can't have Philly winning more stuff. I realize it's a suburb, but it's yeah. like a pit one. Technically, like they're kind of like they're Philly. Is yeah, they're Philly. Really Philly. They're I, Philly. I, I, they're Philly. I, they're Philly. Their fans probably all cheered and tore stuff up when the Eagles won the championship. There's probably a lot of out-of-state students who are like, man, these people are. There's out-of-state students at every university. I yeah, win that like one. West Virginia. A lot I win that of Pennsylvanians one. There. There are. It's a local school. Agree. <laughs> West Virginia is the only major school left in the tournament that wouldn't make you want to vomit if they won. Yeah. 
Oh, oh. Here's why. Kentucky, they got a layer of slime covering them at all times. And they're like the damn Yankees. You can't root for Kentucky. Major school, but also like the Yankees. I think you'll both give me that one. You can't be rooting for Kentucky. I'll, I'll give you Kentucky. Eh, Cal yeah. Poly's from Moon, so. Oh, great. 40 yeah. minutes down the road. What, oh, He's more local than West 40 Virginia. 40 minutes down the road, so. <laughs> Telling me that Cal Perry's local. Well, let's go for the local coach. <laughs> Duke's got Grayson Allen. So you're not rooting for them, That's although funny. he is white, and a lot of people who live in Moon are white, so does that make Grayson Allen local? <laughs> no. I don't think so. It's impossible to root for that guy. It's impossible I don't care to root where for he's Duke. from. He's an a-hole. Texas Tech. You might think you can root for Texas Tech. Lubbock sucks, so you kind of feel bad for them there. But they haven't had a lot of success in the history of the program, so I don't all of a sudden want them to knock down the door and go to the Final Four the first year that they're good since 2005. Screw that. West Virginia's at least been close. West Virginia went to the Final Four in 2010. West Virginia's gone to the Sweet 16 in eight of the last 12 years they've gone to the tournament. It's time for them to break down the door. Texas Tech, Johnny come lately. Screw them. I think I wouldn't mind seeing them win. No! That'd actually be a nice little story. A hey. tumbleweed blows along every once in a while in Lubbock, and you want them to win the whole damn thing. No way. They didn't earn it yet. Yeah, you know what? West Virginia has so much trouble kicking down these doors, maybe we should give another team a chance to kick it in. Yeah, if they can't do it. I mean, like, if I got a door that needs kicking down, and I hire somebody to kick that door down, and they can't do it, I'm firing that guy. Luckily, West Virginia will probably put an end to Texas Tech after they beat Villanova, which Dickie V says there's a 40% chance of happening. So you're saying there's a chance. Syracuse, they've got Bayhop. Great coach, but not likable at all. No one's rooting for the Qs, right? Nah. Yeah. They're an 11 seed, but they're a Cinderella like, I don't know, the Dodgers when they don't have a good record coming into the playoffs are a Cinderella. That's that. I wouldn't be super upset if, if, if they won, but the thing I'm looking forward to most is a Tim Benz meltdown when they lose. Yes. I, I like to see an angry Tim. I like to see an upset Tim because I think it's great entertainment. So that's, I don't want to see them. You can't root for Michigan because they got the second most arrogant fan base in all the college sports behind Notre Dame. Yeah. Screw them. F them. Texas A&M reminds me a lot of Texas Tech. Not just the Texas thing, but they're so damn talented, but they hadn't put it together until now. That sucks. Play well all year. Then get seated appropriately, you mooks. I hate when a team has a bunch of talent and they get seated 7 through 10 and then all of a sudden they put it all together at the end, and you're a two seed thinking you got rewarded to play the ten seed, and then all of a sudden you gotta play damn Texas AM. What was their marquee win at the beginning of the year again? Doesn't count, it was in Germany. It was a local game. It was a local game, yeah. Against a local team. Yeah. Gonzaga? They're getting too big for the britches. You were in the championship game last year. Enough already. Oh. They kicked the door down, man. Yeah, you can't hate on the Zags, man. You can't. You can't root for them either. They're stuck up there in the corner of the country. They're not even supposed to be on anybody. They're radar. not a mid-major anymore. They are a major. They're like Villanova. They're in a not-great conference, but they're a great team. They carry the flag, and I'm tired of them. They're a medium-market major. <laughs> 20 years They've made the tournament in a row. They haven't won a national championship. Your time's over. So you, you missed your chance. They're more premier program than West Virginia. They missed their chance. <laughs> Enough already. Kansas State, they're more boring than Virginia. And Bruce Weber, my God, that guy. He coaches every single dribble. He will walk out to half court when you're dribbling the basketball trying to get over the center line. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You can't root for them. 
Florida State, they just won in football a few years ago. Too much success, I think, is a bad look. You have to have just the right amount of success. Gonzaga, lost in the championship last year, winning it this year, ah, too much success. Florida State? Yeah. Clemson? See Florida State. Same thing. Just won a football national championship. You can root for Nevada or Loyola if you want, but neither of them's going to win the national championship. Kansas has been investigated. They always have success. So all I got to say is this. Let's go Mountaineers. Let's go drink some beers. 40%. You know, Hillary had, I think, a bigger chance of winning the election prior to election night than Dickie V gave West Virginia. I think we're going to blow them out. I think we're going to beat them by 20. How's that, Tom? It's going to be a fun, fun show on Monday. That's all yeah. I have to say. Tom and I are already planning, by the way, behind the scenes. Yeah. We're planning for a loss. Hmm. So we haven't brought you in yet because you're just crazy about this. Hmm. But but we're planning. Hmm. We're scheming. Just wait until West Virginia's in the Final Four and I come in Monday painted from head to toe in blue and gold. It's usually a punishment here. You get painted. I'm excited about getting painted. In fact, I will... Oh, why do I do this to myself? Yeah, yeah, here you if go. West Virginia oh, goes to go. the Final Four, I will be painted blue and gold. Come on. Like, uh, all right, since we're in it, how long and when? And you coming in to do the whole show like yeah, that? I'm just going to do a show painted gold and blue. What do we paint you if they don't make it to the Final Four? I'm not getting painted. We'll paint you the color of the team that knocks them out. I thought that I you guys that already... We're not doing that. Idea. So we'll do, like, blue and light blue for Villanova. If you can create on the air, so can we. No, you guys I are already can... doing stuff behind the scenes. I offered an olive branch, and I'm going to rub it in your face whenever I'm wearing blue and gold paint. 40% is... is that's good enough to take the bet, man. Yeah, I mean, take do the you bet. not have faith in your ears? Take the bet. Do you not have faith in your ears? Do you hate West? Why do you hate West Virginia? I love West Virginia so much that I will not allow myself to be painted anybody else's color. Take the bet. If West Virginia wins, I paint myself. If not, you guys might have something planned, but I'm not painting myself the colors of the team that just beat us. Not happening. Because it's not going to happen we'll anyway. We'll see about that. It's not going to happen anyway. Don't even have to worry about it. Coming up next, the Steelers sign Morgan Burnett. How is that possible? Everyone told me they couldn't improve the defense and have an all-pro running back. <gasps> How? How did they do it? And the catch rule. Crowley Show. It's time to get pucked up with some of the best damn hockey talk on the planet. You go to the box, you know, uh, you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. This is the 5-Minute Major with Adam Crowley. Tonight against the Islanders.